All right, fans, welcome to Never Press Pause. This is episode 17. Like always, I'm Bill Yarnell, Gamertag Yarnasty590. To my left and back in the studio for the first time in months, we have... LBX. Oh, nice to have you back, Bailey. And to my right, we have... Uh, Jeremy Gray, KYGuy78. Woo, baby. So, still haven't changed that gamer tag. Not changing no, the gamer tag, right. even though we, we're, I'm starting an underground movement on Facebook tomorrow. Gamer tag, KYGuy78 out the window. Yeah. All right, with that being said, I know we got a lot of energy. This is episode 17. Nice to have you back in studio. Don't touch me. But we're going to get <laughs> right into some seriousness. And if I could just have everybody's attention, this is a pretty serious matter. Found out this morning through my brother via text that um, one of our famous favorite rappers of our young childhood. Slash R&B singer. Yeah, since he wasn't really a rapper. But. Is, uh, has, has passed away. And as a rapper... Passing away as a, of, of, of a stroke, the most ungangster way to probably go out. Um, I'm hoping maybe it was like a drive-by or somebody was waving a gun in his face. But uh, we are going to uh, real quickly have a moment of silence and pour out some for the homie that is no longer with us, Mr. Nate Dog. So, guys, if you'll join me, we bow our heads and a moment of silence for Mr. Nate Dog. <laughs> I just like how everybody here just, got quiet. It's just like thinking about They're not like, laughing. Is, is, is this a joke? For real? I wonder how many people out there think, oh, is that Warren G or Nate Dogg? It's not Warren G like I thought earlier. So yeah. uh, Regulators was the big song that uh, kind of put them on the map. And, uh, you know, Mr. Dog is no longer with us. And R.I.P. Uh, on the Above the Rim soundtrack. Oh, what a great, great soundtrack. And what a great movie. Bailey probably didn't see it because his mom and dad probably not. That was Tupac's actual yeah. debut, I think. Did you ever watch? No, Juice and Above oh, the Rim. Juice and that's about the... Is Above the Rim about the guy that goes to Africa and finds the basketball player? What's up in the air? That's no. up in the air. Oh, okay. Kevin Bacon. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, like I said, this is Never Press Pause. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns can be thrown over to our web or our email at neverpresspause at yahoo.com. Also, you can follow us at Twitter at Never Press Pause. Uh, our fan page on Facebook um, is now on our website at neverpresspause.com. So make sure when you get on there, go ahead and hit that link that says you like us. Um, go ahead and sign in real quick and, and get us some more followers. And like I said, our website is neverpresspause.com. And also, don't forget to check us out, breaonline.com. Breaonline.com. It's a mouthful. Um, you know, G-Baby's yeah, still blogging like crazy. Do yeah. <laughs> what? I said G-Baby's still uh, blogging like crazy yeah, on there. Yeah, I'm Get trying to. It, it was, it's kind of hard to do it every day, so I try every other day or so to put something up. And, and like I said, you, I, I couldn't have been happy. You're doing a great job with that. Um, Another cool thing he's been doing is like, he's kind of done it on award shows and stuff. It's kind of like a live Twitter yeah, yeah, we both did that for the Oscars. Yeah, and then I did the... But his is better. So yeah, I did like, the Glee uh, last night. No. But <laughs> I did it for something else. Uh, Grammys. Yeah, yeah the, Grammys. The Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. And it's pretty good if you if you can't watch it. Like, he's telling you all the stuff right then, like, when it happens. So it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and I'll probably be uh, Twittering during the UFC this weekend. Nice, right? which we are going to be hanging out at your house, I think, is the uh, yeah. plan for this weekend. Yeah, so. All right. Well, like I said, Bailey, it's good to have you back in the studio. I know you've been pretty busy over there with the kid and all. He has a name. Mm, it's, he's to be renamed Nameless. Oh, okay. Okay. He's without a name. Um, let's just jump right into it. Uh, let's. Uh, I know you've had a little time on your hands. What you been playing, LBX? Uh, three big games here lately have kind of come out. And uh, first one that I really like that you all haven't played is Killzone Three, and. I really like that game. Did you beat it already? or Yeah, I beat that game. Um, got into the multiplayer a lot. And it's just, it's really fun. That kind of went, it's a mix of Call of Duty gameplay as far as like how you run and shoot and the quickness of it. But uh, with the classes of Battlefield, so uh, it's kind of like a good mix between the two. Now that's on PlayStation 3. Yeah, it's on. It's exclusive, just PlayStation 3. Let me ask, multiplayer, does it tell you how many people are online playing, yada, yada, yada kind of thing? Mm, I haven't noticed. You haven't noticed? Because my, my question is, and when I get into what I've been playing, we started playing. I started playing Medal of Honor. I played it for two weekends in a row and beat it. And, you know, a lot of long gameplay. But um, the multiplayer on there, I found that there's just nobody out there playing. Well, so, Killzone 2, where it's an exclusive, like, like Medal of Honor's like you know on all the consoles, mm -hmm. where it's like an exclusive, it's like a big time you know kind of like Sony's big exclusives like Infamous and Killzone and Ratchet and Clank. A lot of people that only buy PlayStation Threes buy those games, right? So a lot of people play it. 
Uh, I actually, they kind of had a problem there with the servers that they didn't have enough servers, dedicated servers for the games, and I couldn't get onto certain games like the first week or two. But that's uh, been all fixed now? Yeah, that's all fixed. Uh, one of the cool things is, and I can't remember, when we played Battlefield, like, when you used Engineer and you ranked up, did you just rank up in Engineer or when you unlock stuff for Engineer? Yeah, you unlock certain things for that for class. class. Okay, yeah. well, in Killzone, you unlock points. So let's say I'm really good at a, a medic, but I think I want to unlock some stuff and other things. I can play as a medic all the time and use all my unlock points to unlock uh, stuff other classes. other class stuff. That way, it, it makes me want to play them more. One of the coolest things... You know, it's got the medic, like in Battlefield. It's got the uh, engineer that repairs stuff. Engineers can also build turrets. But uh, one of the guys is called an infiltrator. Infiltrator. And what he does is he, he puts on camo that looks the same as the other team. And until you get so close, depending on how many ranks you buy up on it, you can get almost run right. I ran right beside a team, and I didn't even know I was there. Why every time any game you love stealth mode? Yeah, it's all about sneaking around with you. you it's really it. fun, and the only way for them to tell it really is to put their crosshair on you, and it'll be red, like you know, that mm-hmm. lets them know that you're. But uh, yeah, I was just running behind guys. Their whole team was running out. They had just spawned. It's boom, boom, dropping them, dropping them, dropping like it's hot. Yeah, the uh, sniper has a, a invisibility cloak. It's, it uh, if you move it. You can see them like flickering. Kind of like the Predator. Yeah. yeah. They flicker kind of if they move. So that's well, that was like that demo we had, Crisis or whatever we had downloaded, and they had that camo on that. Yeah, kind of like, except you could run with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. But uh, if you got a P- PS3, I'd say it's a definite buy. If you got both and you're a little tired of the shooters are out now, it's a really good mix of uh, two good shooters. So that's what I was All right, good deal. What but else you been playing? Dragon Age, I'll just say it's a, it's a Dragon Age game, just like the first one. It looks better. The graphics are better. Uh, the story's not as, at least yet, as in-depth. And, uh, you know, there's so many different ways to start the game in Dragon Age Origins. That, uh, I know Jeremy played it, and... I mean, me and him talked to, used to talk about all the different decisions we made, and it totally affected the end of the game. I mean, almost more than Mass Effect did. But uh, this game, instead of you, you, you're one character, and you can't really, you're just going to be that character. You can't really pick how you start. So. Let's talk about this real quick. You, you, you just pointed out that Dragon Age Two. Yeah. Okay. Now another game I'm going to be talking about because I just beat it, and we're getting ready to start the new one. But you guys have played already. Is uh, Fallout. Fallout 3, really in-depth. I mean, whole world to go and, and discover. All this stuff to do. Um, Fallout New Vegas, did it fall a little short compared to the storylines of Fallout 3? What do you guys think? Uh, let's get let's get some opinions out there. Um, Fallout 3 to New Vegas. Storylines fall a little short? To me, I, to me, Fallout wasn't even about the storyline. I could have cared less. Yeah. And Fallout 3, I could have cared I th- less I about think, the storyline. But there were those little side stories is what I'm saying. And that's what I'm getting to. It's, I actually like the main storyline of Fallout New Vegas better. Cause yeah, it's, it's I, kinda, I know what I like. Fallout 3, it was very linear. You know, it, you knew where you were going. Uh-huh. You know, you knew you were going to find this guy's dad and that was going to lead you to something else. New Vegas, it's kind of one event happens, and then you can kind of branch off into a lot of different things from that one. There's no one set ending you're trying to get to. I just liked in Fallout New Vegas, and I haven't beat it yet, but the main storyline is you've been left for dead, a guy shot you, and you're out for revenge. You know, I like that storyline a little better than... Going to find your dad who left to try to save the world. Um, Yeah. Well, the only reason I was asking is because the way it sounded right there... I know I touched you again, and they'll stop. Okay, I will touch you again. Um, the, the What I was thinking is it sounds like maybe Dragon Age 2. It, it sounds like they may be, hey, we were really successful with this. Let's push out the next one. You know, and, you know, of course, bottom line is money. We've talked about that on here before. But, you know, let's let's push this out. Let's push this out. I want this game in a year and a half, regardless of storyline. Make it look good. Have some new, a couple new things, and let's. Oh, they've improved it. a lot in it. Like it, there's a lot improved. Uh, the graphics definitely look better. But like uh, you the said, combat. the choices at the beginning even are. Like well, like better. in Dragon Age Origins, you picked your race, male or female, and where you come. Like in each, there was there was like how many races? Eight or ten different mm, ones. Yeah. And when you started that race, you 
like each one was totally different start to the the game, uh, which was neat. But also, you know, no one's going to play. I mean, it, the start of the game was probably about five hours, so no one's going to play every every character start of the game. The, so this one kind of gets you more into it. The combat's a lot easier. If you've played Fable 3, they've kind of made it a little bit like Fable 3, uh, which is a lot easier combat. Gotcha. But but the game that's really fun, and I'm sure Jeremy will talk about it, I I started playing it more last night, and I just couldn't stop, was Bulletstorm. You beat it yeah. in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Kind of flew through it, yeah. but you had also rented it, so you had to get it back. Um, so you've been playing it, getting pretty far. I know I played the demo. The demo, like I thought, the way the demo set up, it's like here's a stage, a start and an end, and you need to get as many points as you can in that stage. I didn't really realize that the whole game is not even like that. The game is, has a story. I mean, it's got a full-fledged story. There's no like beginning and end really. That is at the end of the stage. It says, "Oh, you got this many points compared to your friends." That's what I thought it was going to do. Right. It doesn't do that. Okay. But yeah, do the points help and you add up and then you get bonus? Oh, really? The point, yeah, the points are you can buy ammo, upgrades, and Yeah, there's these things called like drop kits that you can hook up to and buy ammo and upgrade your guns and stuff like that, which I finally got to the point where I didn't really need to upgrade anything anymore because you get what's called charge shots, which are like high-powered things. Yeah, so like, I just unlock those. Yeah, so if you get like a shotgun, you can go up to a guy and it basically burns off his skin. <laughs> and awesome. they've got some neat little names and stuff, but you know, after a while, I was just kind of trying to power through. And you know, there was some neat stuff there. The, the campaign is, is really short. Uh, but there's basically it's called it's horde mode. I can't remember what it's multiplayer, but it's, that's what it is. It's horde mode, and what I like about it is you're not fighting like as a group of four to keep everybody to kill everybody. You're trying to get the highest score out of the four, and if you get a higher score, then you get more XP and you get to unlock extra things. So unlike zombies, where you're trying to group survive, yeah. this one you're just trying to get more points than everybody else. But do you still have to try to survive as a group? Yeah, but. Like that's the thing is like you'll you'll go and use your leash and get a guy and you'll do the thing so you get more skill points but then somebody else will totally come in and try to steal your kill because they want the points for it so you had to be very strategic because I would see two or three guys go one way and I would take off the other way now there's a there's a thing called echoes which you replay certain parts of each. Is that kind of the stages? Yeah, and okay. that, that is leaderboard. You get to the end of it, and it shows you. You can look at your friend leaderboard, and you can look at the the overall multiplayer leaderboard. And I'm look, I'm kind of looking forward to beating the game to to do those things. But uh, you always love time challenges and comparing yourself. Yeah, to. I mean you. I mean that's one of the like that marble game. You used to love to do that, but <laughs> you were the only one to have it, so you couldn't compare yourself to anybody but like the world leaderboards and yeah. stuff. But yeah, you kind of you enjoy that. It seems like so. it's fun. Uh, I have a question for you, real quick, through the U stream. Yes. Because how long did it take you to finish Fallout Three? <laughs> Gosh. Um, well, I'll get to that when I get to talking about uh, what I've been playing because I got a f- small story to, to say about that. So that'll be coming up here in a second. But uh, anything else you've been playing besides that? Not really. Okay. Uh, that's uh, about it. Three games. Little, that's uh, pretty impressive. Little. Uh, Little big planet. Well, too. we also no. haven't seen him in six weeks. So. I know. He's been What's hibernating. the uh, limbo? I've been playing some limbo. <laughs> I did Alan Wake. I totally forgot. Yeah. But limbo is it's pretty neat. Going it's not under, for everybody. Going under the stick and stuff, and the yeah, yeah on roller skates. Yeah, yeah, at the roller rink. That's it's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard with bad ACLs. So. I can only imagine. Um, all right, LBX. Thank you very much, uh, Kai guy. What you been? Uh, what you been playing? Well, I beat Dead Space two last week. Um, enjoyed it just as much as the first one. Um, graphically, it looks better. The story, I didn't think was as good as the first Dead Space, but I like some of the things they did to advance the story, like thinking some main characters, who you think are going to be main characters, killing them off at kind of weird times, and you're like, whoa, I thought that guy would be around for a while, or that girl, or whatever. Um keeps you on your toes. Yeah, and it's got a lot of those kind of jump moments. I told I, I told you about the, the night I was playing and you go through like this little elementary school gym and there's something like you just know something's going to happen. 
And like, so the music gets real loud and nothing happened. And I was like, okay, it's just going to scare me. And then immediately after that, <laughs> something happened. And I was like, holy crap. It's not like little kids doing creepy nursery rhymes because that freaks me out. No, no, no. They have a lot bigger difference in the enemies this time. You know, in the first game, they had three or four basic tops. This time, they've got what's called the pack, which are like basically kids that are running to get you. I'm done. I don't even want to. And they have demon kids. crawlers, which are exploding babies. Yeah, I've heard this. Um, pretty uh, pretty but, graphic. One of the things I will say is that game does a great job of you get to the end of a of a stage and it doesn't like bring up a you finished and blah 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 like the first Dead Space did. This one it like you'll go down a hallway and turn and it pops up chapter eleven, like in the very corner and you just that's kinda how you know where you're at. I will say if anybody's out there playing it and you get to the end when the credits start rolling, do not put the controller down. That's all I'm gonna say. Because the game is not over. When the controller, I mean, it can very well end at that moment, but you just hang around with it, and the controller will start shaking, and you can totally change the ending of the game that way. I know in the first Dead Space, did you? Did you? The the biggest jump for me was the last cutscene in and the game. There's a play on that cutscene at the end of Dead Space Two. Uh, I they, mean, they if you haven't played Dead Space that. One. You need to play it, but yeah, and I don't yeah, want to spoil somebody, it right now. But. I want to say Amazon. Or Best Buy one has it for like fourteen bucks this week. That's basically yeah, it's totally one. worth. It. Oh, definitely worth fourteen bucks. So, all right. Anything else out there you've been playing, kicking around? Uh, well, I played some Bullet Storm. Um, we uh, we tried a little of that Full House poker today. We did try that. Out. Yeah, how did that go? Well, we we did the single player because that's, that's what the trial mode gets you. Um, I, I, it was okay. I could. I think it would be a lot more fun if you had. More people. If if you were online playing multiplayer, here's my thing though. I don't want to be at a table with these people and then like you know how Xbox kids are perceived. Anyways, hopefully it won't be too many kids playing the poker. But I can only imagine getting beat in a hand of, of Texas Hold'em and a kid trying to like either teabag or like talk trash at a poker game. I'm like, oh, they would. and it doesn't have to be kids. Anybody. Well, no, and yeah. one of the things I like about it is is the more you play and you get your XP and stuff up. They're going to have tiers created, so you won't have just the little kids wanting to get on and be, you know, little douches. You know, you'll be able to play with people who've been playing the game a lot, and their skill has gotten them to a higher level. Well, what about, uh, I've played some online poker, and even Xbox had one that came out for free uh, for a little bit, Texas Hold'em, but... It got to the point where everybody was just like, uh, I'm all in. They go all in all the time because it's not real money. And, you know, once it was all in, and they, if they won or lost, or if they lost, it's just, oh, okay, I quit. Now, this one, you start with $2,500. And once you get to zero, you have to buy in. You have to buy more money. So no, with real cash. Yeah, well, with points. You, well, I mean, once you exhaust, everybody that starts, starts with $2,500. And once you exhaust that money, you have to buy in with points. There's so, no way to get money back. Well, no, the money you win from playing, you get to, you get to keep. But if somebody just gets in there and it's like, I'm all in firsthand and they lose money, they've got to go out and buy more money. That almost seems illegal. I mean, I thought that's how I. Surely, there, surely there's like a time thing where it's like maybe after a day. Well, yeah, there is because if you get knocked out, you don't get XP for so many minutes. And then the minutes go up each time. I remember reading that. Uh, maybe, yeah. So, but I mean, it was it was poker. It was kind of nice to see your little avatar sitting there. You could go around and, and work every different angle and every every different thing. So, but uh, with that being said, the poker, you know, we I I'm thinking maybe waiting until it's about 400 points. Yeah. Hopefully, the price will go down and we may grab that up. Um, it'll be good for the summer too. Some lazy day or some lazy night when we're all on and not doing anything else. But with that being said, we'll come back and see what else G-Baby's been playing. And that'll take us to our first break for Never Press Foz, episode 17. All right, guys, welcome back to Never Press Foz. This is episode 17, right before break. We just got done talking about a little poker party. Um, what else you been playing, G-Baby? What else is out there for you? Um, That's about it. Dead Space 2, Bulletstorm... Um, I played the demo of uh, Crosses 2, finally. Thought that was okay. Was it multiplayer or single player? Uh, 
single player as well. Oh, I need to play it. I, a lot of people dogged out the multiplayer beta demo. I thought it was fun. I liked it. Crisis. Yeah, so. The suit stuff was pretty cool, I thought. You're a zoot suit, right? Thank you. <laughs> All right, with that being said, on to me. Um, played a little Alan Wake, got that for 20 bucks. Um, you know, well worth the money. Well worth the money. You're looking at, what, five chapters, six chapters? Yeah. Every one of them lasts an hour, easily an hour, to play through that chapter. Um, and just the, the fact that you have a flashlight and a shotgun rifle or a pistol, and that are your those are your weapons. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I loved it, actually. It was a lot of fun. We really did enjoy it. I know you liked it as well. Yeah. And just a great storyline. Like, the storyline really drives this game, and it was just an interesting way to tell it and the narration and everything else. And I'll bring that next time and let you borrow it so you can play it. And like I said, you're looking at five to six hours for twenty bucks. It was de- like I said, relevant. well, I've been trying to get you to buy it at that price for three or four months now, and finally talked you into it. What's doing, you idiot? Gosh, I suck. I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. Um, but with that, I also, like I said, I played a uh, Medal of Honor. Did you play that one? Is that the one you run in and beat? Yep. Yeah, I played that. You know, I, you're looking at maybe four to five hours of yeah, game time. Yeah, it's very real quick. Did you see the ending where it thanks all the special forces and armed yeah. forces kind of thing? Um, pretty cool storyline. You know, you're in Afghanistan. You, you know, sometimes you're dressed up and undercover as an as a uh, as some of the jihad, and the other times you're a marine. And it was pretty cool uh, up on the mountains and stuff. And you were dressed up as as a holy war. I was. I was. I was thinking. What are you I'm going for Halloween this year? I'm going as the holy war, man. <laughs> I'm going as a crusade. And back to me hating Bailey. Thank goodness. Uh, oh, Miss Williams is at Gillum's. Thanks a lot, Miss Williams. Thanks for bringing me some. Um, but with that, also Fallout 3. So the question was, how long did it take me to beat Fallout 3? And real time, it took me over three years. <laughs> so three years ago, we're playing this game, Fallout 3. Love it doesn't game. seem like three years I know, ago. but it, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, I think one of the... Call of Duties had come out, and we just stopped, like, cold turkey playing Fallout 3. Nobody played it again. And this is after we would sit in parties oh, for... Idea. And I put it back in because Duder has been bothering me all... For two weeks about playing Fallout 3. All these questions, it just made me want to put it back in. So I put it back in, and I'm not kidding, no more than ten minutes later, I am at the final mission, and I am getting ready to beat the game, sneaking around, and... Sending the girl into the reactor. Spoiler alert. And um, and that was it. The game was over. I'm watching this and I'm like... Kind of sucky mm-hmm. ending. Especially yeah, okay, the fact that it's not even a cutscene. It's like like a picture. Ron Perlman comes up. And, and, uh, the, and the wanderer around the waist. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Um, but at the same time, I really I, I enjoy the game. And now I'm kind of just back in the habit of it. So I've got that in. We're getting ready to start New Vegas. As a, Me and Duder are getting ready to start New Vegas to play that. But um, it was a fun game, and now I'm just looking around the wasteland and stuff like that. So um, that was another one I'd been playing. I just finished that up, and I, I'm really excited about putting New Vegas in. So now, did you ever beat? Did you beat Broken Steel? Mm-hmm, I, beat I never did that part. No, I did get Broken Steel because I've got the the, the mission for the the uh, the only. Well, you had to have Broken Steel, or else you don't. The game ends if you don't have Broken Steel. Um, I. I've beat all of them except Mothership Zeta, which was the last one. And I have it, I just haven't played it. I never got that one or the one out in the woods. Well, when Circuit City was, was now, going out of business, I got all of, all five of them like, like half price or something. New Vegas. You beat it? Mm-hmm. You beat it? Can you go back into the wasteland and free roam? Or is it yeah, once it ends, you can go back and free roam. Okay, it's kind of, there's really no point in it. Unless you're just doing side quests. Uh-huh. Um, what I would recommend... Is there? There comes a point, and that's what, they did this in Fallout Three, and they do this in New Vegas, where it's like, okay, you are getting ready to make a decision that will impact the rest of the game, and it pops up that little window. Are you sure you want to do this, or do you want to back out? I would recommend you back out, save, do a save, because that's what I did. I went and made one decision, beat the game, then I went back and made another decision. Because basically, you're not picking one path or the other. You have about four different ways you can go. There's Kaiser, uh, the NPR, the uh, Yes Man, and, or Mr. House. So you can go with four different 
four different possibilities there. All right. See, I just in my I haven't beat the game. I just got to the where I got to make a choice with Mister House to go with him. So I, I saved it right before I had to make the choice, and I was like, I'm going to try to go against Mr. House in his own house. You didn't do so well? No. no he, he's got robots everywhere. I took him that, down. I, I don't down. think I'm at the level to do that yet. You're trying to motor Well, see, it. that's my thing with Fallout, is I spend so much time wandering around looking for side quests that, that's, that's how that I'm already like level. a level 15 when I go do my third see, or fourth story like mission. Level cap is at 30 on this one? From what I've been told? Yeah, but they've also said that... Uh, I can't remember if it was either the Dead Money one that came out or the next one's going to come out. They're bumping the level cap. Again. I think it's the okay. next one. I heard Dead Money is the worst download. I've heard some people that have really liked Dead Money and some people who have been like, yeah, because it's more... It's it's more like team based, but you can't control any of your team, and the AI has never been the strong suit of Fallout. Like your AI helpers, they're pretty although, dumb. Although I will say in New Vegas, they are much more helpful than Rex is the greatest. Uh, Rex and He's a little uh, dog and Boone, and Boone, and with you get him at Novak. That's I tell everybody: if you can get Boone, get Boone, but do not ask for his hat. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to put that do in not. this weekend and get that going and get that started. So that's pretty exciting. Um, so that's what we've been playing. That took a little bit longer than I thought, but uh, let's jump right into it. You've been watching anything? You've been watching a lot of TV. You said anything? Well, a lot exciting? of a lot of TV, but Netflix. Uh, some Netflix stuff, but mainly like Survivor, The Office, uh, a lot of stuff me and my wife watch together. So, so like American Idol, been watching that. Uh, had a conversation with you today on the phone, and maybe this morning on the internet, on through the miracle of the internet, this thing yeah. called email. I don't know if you, I mean, I know we've heard of it. You heard of email? Yes. Okay, well, we'll we like use a text it. message. It's sort That's of like a text message. Text now. Is emails? Uh, I sent you an email today. You sent me a text, Father. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Anyways, you said something. You, uh, your DirecTV. What, what do we got on DirecTV all of a sudden? So every now and then, you know, I've got the big DVR HD receiver, and I've got it hooked to the internet because you can get your like uh, on-demand shows over the internet real quick. So I have it hooked up, and I get emails from their or messages or whatever. I used to love those messages. It said, uh, "Check out uh, YouTube videos now on DirecTV." So, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool that they could just add that function in, right. you know, out of the sky or whatever. But uh, So I searched up Never Press Pause, uh, found it, and just shows up perfect. And it looks in HD on the TV. It sounds real good. So it, now we're coming to you streaming live on your television sets. On your direct TV. What up, boys? <laughs> and girls. So but that's pretty neat. Like, uh, yeah, I got the Netflix streaming. I've been watching just Family Guy episodes over and over. Uh, Amanda's watching Greek. It's a very good show. Yeah, Cammy. Uh, when I told told her that, <laughs> I, I said, "I'm seriously like I'm Cammy." Yeah, I, Cammy or not Cammy, Cappy. Uh, Cappy. That, Cappy. I, now every time I walk in there, she's watching it. And I see a scene with him like, well, Yonel said he was, that was him 10 years ago. Cappy is in college for like eight years. I yeah. was in college for eight years. Cappy was like the head of his I fraternity. I the, was the head of the fraternity. I pictured you as that one guy, the African-American guy on the show. The one that likes dudes? Yeah, yeah. that's the guy. <laughs> not, not so much, not so much. But uh, no, for real, like I, when I watch that show, there's some of it that me and my brother were like, yeah, like because we were both in the fraternity. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, that happens. Like, we do those kinds of things. Some of those parties are a little more outrageous than, like, what EKU would have to offer. But oh, it happens. I think they seem kind of tame compared to some movies that's been out with. Well, I'm talking about, like, a round-the-world party. Like, when oh, you okay. actually go to a different room and have a different drink from around. You know, stuff like that does happen. But, you know, with a budget. When you're balling on a budget like EKU students and you're living in uh, three-bedroom apartments, it doesn't happen as often. So, but... Um, yeah, that is a great I have to say, if there's any Survivor watchers out here, this has been one of the best Survivors in a while. It's been pretty good. You may be the Survivor watcher. Oh, oh no. Millions of people watch Survivor. Millions. There's like a new character. There's a new ago. guy on the, on the show, and he's insane. He says he's a Secret Service agent. Yeah, I know. He's but there's a question mark, like when they put the graphic up, uh -huh. so-and-so, Secret Service. There's a question mark at the end. There is no way he could be a Secret Service agent. He is the dumbest person that's ever played Survivor. Uh, oh, and he wears 
like most guys wear like swimming trunks all day there. He wears these like pink tidy whities but they're not tight. They're like saggy and old man. Nice. Uh, oh. And they all hate him, but they keep him around because they're like, oh, everybody hates him. No one, he'll never win. Everybody hates him. Speaking of old men, the other day I get a call. Yesterday I get a call, and it's my dad, and he said, "I, I <laughs> this is going to sound weird coming from your dad, but he said, are pleated pants still in style? <laughs> And, and I he said, was serious. And I said, no, not for like the last 10, 10 years. And he's like, then he goes, well, then why do they sell so many of them at the store? <laughs> and I was like, well, because people like you keep buying them. <laughs> so all the old men love them. He and he was like, right, I was just checking. They're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, buy them, clean them. We got to get rid of them. Get by this rack. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. And you said old men. So I just, <laughs> but uh, all right, well, good deal. Been watching a lot of TV. Grant, what you been watching? Um, I'm going back in the net to the Netflix. I had a little lull. I watched uh, Faster with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, He's awesome. I thought I it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty. Yeah, good. I thought it was uh, was pretty good. It was not what I thought it would be. It's much more. It's much more of a character thing than than an action movie. Um, the the guy I work with rented it uh, this weekend, and he said he had to show me a clip of this guy that's. He's one of the characters, and he's working out in the movie, doing all this crazy, like, handstand and, I don't know, some fitness guy in the movie. Uh, I guess it's... pretty much ruined this podcast. Episode 17 has been ruined by... Um, but <laughs> You're touching me again. Um, Don't touch me again. So, yeah, I watched that, <laughs> and then I watched Secretariat Sunday morning. Yeah? Um, I'll tell you, whoever produces those movies for Disney... It's the same people that have done Remember the Titans and Miracle and all those movies. They they just know how to do those sports movies. Mighty Ducks? Mighty, no, I don't think these, this is Mighty Ducks people. I think Mighty Ducks was a little bit before. But they know how to make those movies. And, and even though you know Secretariat's going to win and stuff, <laughs> they, they do a good job of creating suspense. Um Watch. We watched Paranormal Activity two last night. What'd you think? Nah. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it. I, I liked it. But at one point, I get a look about thirty minutes into it. It was like, uh, this is dumb. Is anything? Well, there's a, lot of, lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of repetition, but that's what it, it's building. But up that last time. hour, like it, I, th- I think it builds really well, uh, especially about the time that the girl gets locked out of the house. Oh yeah. Um, the toy train, choo choo train. Yeah. Kind of all of that stuff. And. And my they, thing is, you. I think you need to see the first one. To yeah, really, you really do need to see the first yeah. one because I know I uh, was talking to somebody who had ju- in, in, at school today that had just seen the second one. They're like, "Why did my brother thought of this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you, if you saw the first one, it makes sense, and especially if you've seen the first one, you realize when the first movie starts at the end of the second movie is that it just picks right up, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember that part from the beginning of the first movie, and it ties in." You know, so well. It's almost it, like they explained some. Yeah, it's almost it. like they planned it out ahead of time, but I'm not giving them that much credit. Yeah, I don't think they did, but it it, it explains the first movie, which I thought was pretty cool. I uh, hate scary movies. I'm going to stay with I hate scary movies for the rest of my life and not ever see a scary movie again because well, I don't like scary movies. Um, anything else you've been watching though? Uh, no, jumped on the Netflix. Um, I've got bought a Blu-ray player, a wireless Blu-ray player, just so I could stream Netflix in my living room. I I, that, I did that. I hooked up my Blu-ray player, HDMI cable. Yeah. With that, did yours come with a cable to connect to your TV? Because no. the one I got, yeah, I didn't have an no, HDMI. No, but I don't, I've had three or four HDMI cables. Okay, so yeah, I did that, and that is awesome. That Blu-ray player with the wireless and the Netflix, Pandora radio, all these radio, like. It's crazy how how um, advanced these are. Yeah, well, now there's a story about my as I went and uh, was going. I bought a Sam. They had a Samsung for sale. It's like a hundred hundred dollars on the top. It says wireless. I asked the dude. I'm like, so all I got to do is plug this up, hook it to my TV. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. So I take it home. You have to have a LAN adapter to get the wireless. So I'm like, well, I'll just go to Radio Shack and buy a cheap one. No, it has to be a Samsung LAN adapter that costs like $80. What? So I took it back to Best Buy, bought a $129 Insignia, which I will say, if you're looking for a cheap wireless Blu-ray player, Best Buy has a $129 Insignia. Go buy it because you can stream Netflix. 
uh, Pandora. I think that's the one I have. And I mean, it's it's one hundred twenty nine dollars, and it's great quality stuff. And and their interface for Netflix is really easy. But uh, I've been um, uh, watched a couple of movies I've been wanting to see. Nothing worth mentioning because they weren't any good. But they were just kind of on there. But I was looking at. There, a lot of newer movies are going to that Instacue a lot quicker. Yeah, um, I was. I watched. Which I, just, I, I just joined it last month, and I was actually kind of disappointed. I thought a lot more newer stuff would be on there. But you got to think too, though. You've got all these TV shows that are now going Instacue, which you know, for me, it takes. You know, you got to work your way through that. But yeah, I but love like it. on a Saturday night, me and Amanda want to watch a, a new movie. Oh, here's an idea. Why don't you go out and rent a movie? You could go, go to, to the movies. Or go to Redbox. Or go to Redbox. Why do I want to go to Redbox? I'm paying for Netflix. Netflix I like Redbox because that. well, that's why I do I do three at a time because I'm pretty sure I'm always going to have a movie. But if I do go on a, on a little bender and watch two or three movies, I don't mind paying a buck to go to Redbox and get something. I still do not have a Redbox account. Or you like don't, you don't even have any. There's no I watched. Uh, I forgot. I watched down. Takers. I got it on Blu-ray for a buck fifty from Redbox. It was definitely worth a dollar fifty. I watched a, a part of a movie called Darkon. Have y'all heard of it? On Netflix. What is it? No. Go watch Dark on. It'll make you make you feel better about yourself. What about kind of like human centipede? It's about it's about human role players. Like oh wow, like that, really? Like Nerdville? Population, it's, it's a documentary. You know? Yeah, and it's about people that like after they get off work, they go play in this huge role playing game. Kind of like Brad does. <laughs> 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 just kidding, Brad. I'm just kidding. But hey, these people like pretty, uh, pretty bad off. Like, <laughs> not that if you play that stuff, that's fine. But they, these people live it. I guess guy thinks he's the, the king of the land. Um, yeah, that's what they think about us right now. They're yeah. like, you three should probably be there playing instead of doing this stupid podcast. Thanks, fans. Appreciate they make it. Their own weapons out of like pillows and hit each other. I like the foam swords. And yeah, stuff that's what like it that. is. Yeah, I um. Well, speaking of that, uh, Night and Day. I watched that with uh, Cruz. It's pretty good. The, the night. It's not like N I. It's like night. Night. K N I G H T. Play on like, words. Play on words. Yeah. Do you see how I did that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched that. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Um, watch that. I can't wait to watch Due Date and uh, the Lady Friend. Let me borrow old uh, Dewey Cox. Walk hard. Yeah. And yeah. I cannot Probably. wait to rewatch that. Cut in half, real bad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You've not you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen oh, it. Okay. We saw it at the theater, but I, I just could not wait to you see know, it. No, I didn't again, think so. it was that great when I watched it the first time. And it's got to be one of those movies that just gets we, better. We rented it, and I was like, "This is going to be stupid." And I was laughing so hard I was crying at parts of it because I just think I didn't assume it was going to be funny at all. Yeah. And we we watched The Hangover again. That's how we broke in the new Blu-ray player. We put the Blu-ray Hangover in. Nice. And it is still just as funny. Um, I really uh, I watched Cyrus. Speaking of John C. Riley, I keep just. Associating one thing after the other. Uh, John C. Riley is in Cyrus, where he dates this woman, and she's got a son. I had two or three people say the movie was horrible. Not as good as you think it is. They yeah. kind of set it up. It's almost like a dark comedy in a way. Um, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, and there was a lot of downtime. John C. Riley is maybe one of the ugliest men I've ever seen on screen <laughs> after that movie. He is just, he's hideous. I would still have his babies, of course, because he's an amazing actor, but he is the ugliest creature on Earth. I mean, almost as bad as Vincent from Beauty and the Beast, the TV What's show. What's the guy with the big head in that? Mask. <laughs> Rocky Dennis. That wasn't a real person, was it? Yes. No, it was based on a real guy. Oh, okay. yeah. But Eric Stoltz was the, the guy in the movie. <laughs> I don't want to hear his laugh. Yeah. Anybody All feel right. That. With you making fun of people's large, ginormous heads, we will take a break. This is Never Press Pause, episode 17, and we'll be right back after these commercials. <laughs> All right, and we are back from our break. This is episode 17 of Never Press Pause. Just got done talking about what you've been watching. Got a lot of stuff. Man, we, we took our time on playing and watching. We've been... Uh, well, catching up, reminiscing. Yeah, yeah, you know, we got our boy back in studio. It's been just nice. like the olden days. It's yeah. like the good old days. He told us the old man story, and it was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> so, we are back. We're going to get into some new releases. Of course, I've got two that I want to honorably mention here in a little well, bit. Well, one of them was going to get started. mentioned on this. Can I 
Can I scream like it's the secret word of the day from Pee Wee's Funhouse? Yeah, I'll okay. tell you when, when we get there. I'll Just give me like it. a little... Okay, thank you. Thank okay. you. All right, with new releases, uh, G-Baby, take it away. Okay, coming out this week on DVD. Do you notice how I don't even call him by his name? Like, I make yeah. him... I call him G-Baby We now. have... Uh, well, that's when I was doing the episode descriptions uh, for episode 16, the one where Matt was in here. One of the ones I came up with was two yard nails and a G-Baby. <laughs> um... So, um, coming out this week on DVD, How Do You Know? That was uh, Reese Witherspoon, Owen Wilson, Paul Rudd, Jack Nicholson. Uh, didn't get greatly reviewed, didn't make a lot of money, but got a lot of big names in it. Skyline. Was that the Alien movie with uh, Chocolate Alien? Bear? Yeah. That yeah. was with Chocolate Bear. I want to see that. A lot of people um, said A lot of people said it, they, only, they only made it for like $200,000. It made its budget back, so I'm sure now they're just padding money on there. Uh, the Tourist with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp, uh, which you'd think with those two in it has to be good, but the reviews on that weren't It got great. cut on pretty hard at the Golden Gold yeah. Globes by Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Uh, and then Yogi Bear. <laughs> Do you remember the joke from our podcast? <laughs> the Yogi Bear the joke Yogi Bear about show. the poster? Oh, yeah. All good things. Classic. All, yes. all good things coming bears. <laughs> we um, almost had to shut it down. Coming out, <laughs> coming out in theaters this week, um, a little song for everybody. Paul. Uh, the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. It looks uh, decent. I like how they're they're crossing over, taking the Simon Pegg, you know, and then going with um, the new cast, you know, Paul Rudd and all that. Yeah. I like that. Really, it says Rogan is uh, is uh, the alien in this one. Um, looks like it. Look, I'll be okay. Looks definitely like a rental. Um, the Lincoln Lawyer. That's Matthew McConaughey's new movie. Um, it's this guy who runs his law firm out of his Lincoln, and he gets this big case, and sounds like a John Grisham. So I thought our, it was something about Lincoln. I like thought it was like, I thought Booth. it was Aaron Brockovich with a dude. No, I don't think so. And then this movie, uh, Limitless, with Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro, where Bradley Cooper takes this drug and makes him extremely smart. I really want to see this. It movie. looks good. And I, did anybody see Bradley Cooper on Inside the Actors Studio this weekend? And he cried incessantly for like the first twenty minutes, just because he was on there. Like, he, well, he was a student at the Actors Studio, oh, and they're like, uh, his mom and dad are there, and he's introducing his teachers, and he's tearing up. It, you know, definitely. And I always like it when they get these people, like they'll bring Tom Hanks. It's a two-hour, we're talking, we didn't even get to talk about every movie. And Bradley Cooper, they're like, um, yeah, you had a role, you you were on Alias. Uh, let's, let's talk, let's, let's spend about 15 minutes talking about Alias. And then there was The Hangover. And now you're doing The Hangover 2. Oh, you left out A-Team. Did they really they, they did mention A-Team. Uh, and they basically, he was like Liam Neeson. That dude was intense, and then that was kind of it. He went camping a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, so I like. I mean, I like Bradley Cooper, but I, I don't know if he was ready for that yet. Uh, I like the fact that I'm going to go ahead and stop you right now because you left a movie off the upcoming movie list, and it's uh, I think it's called Chicks or something with the. Stop or the uh, the Easter bunny, the Easter bunny, and the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chickens. Is that I, did out? you leave that out on purpose no, because it was such a great movie that everybody already knows? I basically, anything that's getting a wide release, I mentioned. So. It looks like the dumbest movie. It looks like they tried to take Despicable Me. It looks like they made little, it like last yeah. month, just in time for Easter. It's like they took Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks, Despicable Me, and tried to take the cuteness out of both of them and throw them on the screen, and it's just it's it's theater vomit. A movie without a soul. Yes. It's like a soulless a, movie. It's like a Easter, Easter bunny. So, all right, sorry. I didn't mean to oh, you're stop funny. you. Go Did ahead. Any, do you all know anybody that went and watched Battle, LA? Battle for yes. LA? We know a couple people and they said it was pretty good. Really good. Lots well, of uh, action I'll, scenes. The reviews aren't great, but I thought the... The previews made it look pretty good. Not that yeah. that's a yeah. great indicator. But. Yeah, lots of action scenes from what I've been told, so I'm pretty excited about that. It's another one I really want to see. So, mm-hmm. All right, we're going to stop cutting you off. Okay, video games... This week we already mentioned Full House Poker. Uh, that hit today for download on Xbox Live. Top Spin 4 for those tennis lovers out there. <laughs> and then probably one of the most controversial games to come out in a while, Homefront. All right. Who wants to do it? you want to give a real quick rundown or do you want to give a quick rundown? Of, of what? Of Homefront. What we've heard, what we've okay. seen, what Basically, we've looked at. It's a, a first-person shooter that is set in... Not too distant future where like Korea is unified and has invaded the U.S. Basically, like the Western, like California and stuff like that, and they're pretty much in control. 
And a lot of the previews for the game said it's very graphic and, you know, has some intense scenes. And, uh, like, they said it's wrote by a guy that writes futuristic uh, novels and stuff like that. They say a lot of scenes are hard to watch because it's like, you know, wartime stuff, except instead of, you know, all the war games are always, it's other countries and other people. Or past stuff that's already happened. Yeah, and this is like, like families being lined up on a wall and stuff. Well, not like only that, that, American families. Yeah, because you're in America. Um, this is America. America. Um, I did like the um, website though. Did you go to the 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 Homefront website? Uh-huh. Um, you've got this timeline, and it starts at like 2012 and works its couple. Of, and it's like every year it shows how much more they've moved into America and what happened to. To, it, it was cool. a really cool website to, to kick off. It's the, good uh, that game. they've really thought of the, the backstory and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Now the review. I mean, it came out this week, and the reviews have kind of been in on a ten range, seven to eight ish. Yeah, Gamespot gave it a seven. I was just looking at their review, and I think IGN gave it around seven or eight. But it it seems like they said the story is real good, and but like some of the gameplay stuff's not the greatest. Okay. But, mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for that quick rundown. Uh, all right, back to uh, new releases. What else yeah. we got? Uh, coming out next week on DVD, Black Swan. <clears throat> Woo! Uh, I want to see Natalie it. Natalie Portman and Justin Timberlake's new girlfriend, Mila Kunis. Uh, and then <clears throat> the latest Disney movie, Tangled, um, which I heard good things that about. That did really well. Yeah, Summer. Yeah. I mean, it made a ton of money. Yeah. Summer was telling me that she, like, she really wants to see this. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Uh, and coming out in the theaters next week, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, the uh, second one there. And then a movie that I want to see just because the previews look so awesome. But I know the movie will not be nearly this good. But Sucker Punch. Is that the all-female cast? That's the female cast. Directors of 300? Yeah, and now they've given out more details. So basically, the the girl, the main character, has been put in an insane asylum by yep. her father or stepfather. And so this is the, her. This is how she escapes, uh, like where she goes to now. Um, so it looks really interesting. Mentally. Mentally. And then three games coming out next week. Crisis 2 uh, comes out. And then Ghostbusters, Sanctum of Slime, which is a top-down shooter. No voices or anything. And then the third one. What is it? Lego Star Wars 3. It's going to be the Clone Wars for Lego's uh, Star Wars. And I've been watching Lego or the Clone Wars on um, Cartoon Network since day one. And uh, they're up to season three, I believe we're on, and I love that show. Um, but also a, uh, a May release with the Lego theme, the Lego Caribbean is coming out, and it will be all four movies. And I'm going to continue to talk about that until I have the game in hand on our podcast after I've played it and beat it. So, um, but no, Lego Star Wars three, I'm really excited about that. I'll probably, uh, actually, I'll probably buy that opening weekend or maybe get it off of Amazon ASAP. So. Um, thanks for giving me that kick oh, you're for, for, you're for, for the uh, what you've been or uh, the new releases. Well, we can't wait. I know you guys seem so excited. Like, oh, I am. I am excited for Lego games. I just don't get as excited as you. Why do I get so excited about I these Lego games? Know. It's kind of it's kind of frightening if you think about it. We got any more new releases? No, that, that'll uh, do us for the next couple of weeks. All right, well, that should catch us up on the uh, new releases. All right, guys, it is that time of year. And I think you all know what I'm talking about. The St. ball Pat- is tipped. I was talking about St. Patrick's Day. Where, no, where do you, where no, I was you going. Think it's Actually, you know St. what? Patrick's with that being said, let's go. Let's talk about a podcast that you kind of hit us on real quick. Let's just give them a real quick. Go ahead and, and introduce it and, and, and give a, a brief <laughs> synopsis of said podcast. Because seriously, it has nothing to do with the... Barely has anything to do with, with what they're anything. talking about, and it is the most off the wall. Have you, li- you? Are you still listening? I've got to two it? to catch up on, but I'm up to okay. unit or uh, unit six. I'm up to level six, whatever sixth episode. Yeah. Um, so if you like kind of off the wall comedy where people, if are you could s- watch the three of us in real time, just talk to each other about nothing, it's what it is. Uh, so it's called Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. It's on iTunes. Find it. Uh, it's Michael Ian Black. Who is pretty much the only funny person on the? I love the '80s. I love the '90s stuff. I think. Well, he did. Um, he was so great in all those um, comedy sketch shows. Yeah, yeah. The state. Yeah, that's where. All but that's where uh, he's real sarcastic and dry. Like he always says stuff very seriously, 
that is not serious at all. Oh, yeah. it is, he, and then uh, what's the other guy? It was what they were on the same show. Yeah, Chuck, or, yeah, the guy that played Chuck. The guy was the Tom. Tom Cavanaugh. Cavanaugh. Yeah. yeah. Tom Cavanaugh. He was the uh, in Yogi Bear. He was the park ranger. But they pick a snack, and they talk about a snack, and it's not a long podcast. It's a thirty minute podcast. Yeah, thirty minute Tops. podcast. So they'll, they'll like say Cheetos or something was their first snack. They might talk about Cheetos for five minutes out of the podcast. I know the the second or third podcast they literally talked about the snack for maybe five minutes out of the thirty minutes, yeah. and the other time spent talking I, about nothing. I laugh so much. Oh, like it's, it's the funniest podcast, and they're so dumb. Yeah, just check it out. I didn't think the guy from Chuck, Tom Cavanaugh, was that funny in anything, really. I, I've never been a big fan when of When those two were playing Even, off each other, I think other, it was because in Scrubs I didn't like him. Oh, okay. But uh, he plays J.D.'s brother in Scrubs. But, uh, oh, he, he's almost funnier at some points because he gets... When they start talking about the relationship together and why they're friends, it just is so funny. It, it really is a, it's a funny short podcast yeah. to listen to. So just thought I had to throw that out there. Um, all right, now... The ball is tipped. There you are. <laughs> You're running for your life. Please do not let Jennifer Hudson ruin that again. Oh this year. my God! So what we're talking about, of course, is the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, the 64, the final four, the the round of 64 is starting tomorrow. Uh, brackets, get them in. I know that the March Madness has already begun, according to... Uh, according to Jim Nance, it started last night. With the two 16 playing teams. On True TV. On True TV. Today, I believe it may have started, because Gus Johnson's doing the game. It's on right now. Oh, man, Gus Johnson so can awesome. make a snail race seem exciting. <laughs> man, I actually, I think he's done that. I think that's on the internet. Look somewhere. at that slug trail! <laughs> that snail is moving! But, um... No, if you guys got any uh, got any predictions, anything like that, you want to throw out there. I mean, with the uh, NCAA, it goes a little bit longer than, like, say, the Super Bowl, which would be you know exactly. next Sunday, but uh, or you know on a Sunday right after this. But um, who do you got? Final four? Anybody you want to talk about? Uh, my final four is Ohio State, Duke, Notre Dame, and Kansas. No. Uh, uh, BYU, I got BYU. Oh, Jimmer, the Jimmer. Bring them young, boys. Bring them young. Anybody you got in there? Uh, I've got Ohio State, Kansas. Oh, I'm gonna scroll down. Ohio State, Kansas, um, Duke, and St. John's. Ooh, I like that. that. I think the that bracket, the pit bracket. I, don't I think know what region that is. Uh, the southeast. Uh, that's the, the toughest one to pick because I hate. I, I don't think Pitt's very good. I think they're kind of overrated. I, I've actually got Butler going to the Elite Eight yeah. out of there. So. And they did pretty well last year. I've got uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Tennessee, and Georgia. Final four. All SEC. Yeah, that sounds about so right. So it's probably going to I thought you might have Moorhead State in there, too. Well, they're going to they're gonna knock Louisville off did, in the first yesterday, round. So that ruins yesterday my Yesterday we bracket. posed a hypothetical question to oh, a big UK fan. We did. At our school. You you know who we're talking about. Math teacher. Double B. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the question was... Kentucky and Louisville could conceivably play in the national title game. Okay, let's let's backtrack. Let's not even worry about who we pose this to. Let's pose this to almost everyone in Kentucky okay. for the most part. And this could relate to and the yeah. anybody around the world. Yes, yeah. so, anybody you know or know that is yeah, a Kentucky so, fan. So we, we pose this question. If they could met in the national title game, Louisville wins. Which would you rather have happen? Your child be kidnapped or Louisville win against Kentucky? And he said, I'd have to think about it. Was he serious? I, 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 I think there there was a percentage of seriousness. There has to has be some to be serious. No, but that's, There's truth behind but it. We were talking about it. I mean, how many people out there are just fanatically crazy Kentucky fans that would rather see something bad happen to a loved one than Kentucky lose to Louisville in the final a game of the NCAA Louisville tournament? team coached by Rick Patino. It would be worse than Black Friday, you know? That, that was a stock market crash back in the 20s. Oh, I okay. thought you were talking about... Uh, no, not the sales. The sales. Not the sales. Not the sales. Okay, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Make sure you're up on... So, no, I got Ohio State going pretty far. Uh, Kansas, of course, is going to run through their bracket. Well, I can't Can- see them Kansas is that team up. every year that they're either going to go deep in the tournament or, 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 or they're going to choke it up in the second round. Yep. Round of 32. Um, San Diego State looks like they may have a... They've uh, got some they, athletes. I, they've I, got I a had, shot. I hadn't seen them play a lot. Um, the only 
team that's beat them this year was BYU, and that one of those games is when Jimmer had sixty. Um, he, he can shoot. And then, lights out. Yeah. And so I, I think San Diego State, What I've only seen them play two or three games, but they've got the athletes. I think they would give Duke fits if they made it that far. But as, as bad as I have to say it, um, Duke looks – Well, now that they're possibly getting their best play Yeah, back, now that Irving is possibly coming back, Duke looks legit. Uh, I don't know if you – y'all probably don't watch it that much, but uh, – Around the Horn. Mm-hmm. I've been that. watching that a lot more Okay, lately. well, there's a guy on there. He's on there every day. You know, the sports writer knows his stuff. And, you know, sometimes they say crazy stuff, but he seems dead serious. It is, his name's Bill Plasky. Mm-hmm. He says that Old Dominion will be in the Final Four. And he said it yesterday, and they thought he was joking, and today they gave their Final Four picks, and he said, I guarantee Old Dominion will be in the Final Four. Is that a George Foreman guarantee, well, do you think? I don't know, but he I mean he seems dead set on it. I don't I don't have that. Um Old Dominion, huh? Yeah. So I in a couple of my brackets I did well, I mean I had him win in a couple games. Are you, you not gonna look, get in our brackets, by the way? I guess not. Okay, that's a no. If if you look like that that bracket, you could really see anybody come out of it because it's Gonzaga? so weak. Gonzaga, yeah, for St. John's. So um all right. Well, with that being said, that's uh, that's some NCAA predictions. And uh, just remember, it's one shining moment. You know, it's one shining moment. Yeah. And if that woman, I think they should have got Nate Dog to sing it before. before they, yeah, that would have been awesome. If you if you want to get chill bumps, just go to YouTube, <laughs> type in one shining moment, and then put in your favorite year. Like yeah. I did, 1998, just because that was the last year Kentucky won, and you know, so you get to see some shots of them. But yeah, but just go back to I think '89, the year Indiana. The year Key Smart hit the shot against Syracuse. It was the first year they did it, and just watch all of them in sequence. Oh, it's so amazing! Yes. You can that that just the instrumental at the beginning. You cannot help. Don't watch 2010s this. though. Just, just skip that one. Yeah, or just turn that one down and replay the other song. Well, see, they cut the thing. A lot of people complained about is they they timed it. There was like thirty something seconds of shots of Jennifer Hudson, and they were just like, she didn't hit a shot. She, did she didn't hit a buzzer beater. She's not running She didn't even life. win American Idol. You just robbed some college kid from his one shining moment because you had to show Jennifer Hudson. I Hanks. did show Robbie the 1998 one. And the, remember the one where the guy's doing that on the court? Yeah. He's like, he's immortalized doing that dumbest pose and the, thing ever. The year so. that Adam Morrison is sitting at half court just rocking, sobbing. Little that, that, girl. That's a good year, too. Adam Morrison. He turned out pretty him. good. Yeah, he's doing really well, isn't he? All right, real quick before we uh, finish up and wrap it up for the night. UFC's coming up this Saturday. Got a pretty decent card, but next month, isn't that the really big card? Yeah, uh, GSP and Jake Shields is the main event, and you've also got uh, Machida and uh, Randy Couture. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a big one, so we'll, we'll uh, get together for I that don't, one. I don't see Machida how Machida should Couture. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. But that's I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this one good. this week. Uh, uh, Shogun and John Jones should be a good fight. A lot of people... Are predicting John Jones. A I'd, lot I'd, of people. I'm, I'm not going to go against Shogun, but yeah. I mean, it would not surprise me if John Jones won. Um, but then also, and in, in the next couple of UFCs, uh, Aldo is going to make. You know, he's going to be in UFC. Um, oh yeah, Strike Force. You guys want to talk about that real quick? They have to be well. They swallowing it up. Those last few fighters that you would love to see in the UFC at some point will probably be there. Well, I also like how they're going to use it as like a minor league. Brad, that is the greatest ringtone ever. Thank you. Um, so, that being said, that should just about wrap up episode 17. This is Never Press Pause. Thank you all for being out there listening, paying attention. And remember, fans, never press pause.